Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today in the show, we've got two photographers, very, very talented guys with the camera. Uh, they're here to discuss, um, you know, the uh, trials and tribulations of their jobs. We've got uh, Justin Gordon over here. He's High Five's own. He is the director of photography here. Um, we've also got Roger Gonzalez over here. As no one really knows my name. <laughs> yeah, uh, he goes by Gonzalez Visuals. Um, he works uh, heavily um, with um, artists, uh, various artists within the music scene here in Milwaukee. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Well, thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. And yeah, it's about time, um, you know, we finally got to just hang out, guys. I mean, I've, <laughs> Justin, like, it's always like, you know, we, we're always like, you know, talking in like um from like a business standpoint like we're always talking about uh yeah can you be there for this can you do that for for <laughs> us or um can you let us know when you're using the spot <laughs> but we've never actually gotten to like really like sit and hang out i mean like it's like because like anytime i come to high five everyone's agenda is here is like yo we gotta work because this is like using what's in front of us to the, like the best of our ability, so to speak. Like this is a grand studio, and usually I just walk in with like a tunnel vision. Like let me make sure I come here and get graphics and pictures out the way. Like I at least try to make sure I read a quota every single day. It might be big some days, it might be small some other days, but mm -hmm. it's like I always try to make sure I shake hands and like give people like the, sh the little time that I had to give when I'm like moving around the perimeter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then. Thank you for having us. Of course. Man. You bring dude. so many people through here and just like, dude, I wonder what they talk about. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a mixed bag every time. I mean it's it's fun because like it's so seamless, you right. know. Mm -hmm. Like because it's so it's laid back. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. just we're hanging out, we're drinking some booze, oh, having yeah. a conversation. Speaking of booze, oh yeah, we've got that on the table now. We've got uh E and J. It stands uh, for Irk and Jerk. <laughs> Extra smooth rare blend. Well, let's bust it in. How do you think? It's good. Cool. Oh, yeah. And Roger, I've. We first connected like on Facebook a while back, and I'm like. That was before any of this even happened. I was just like, I'm this aspiring guy in the community. I want to get to and know then, more creative. And then I seen you a lot throughout at shows, doing coverage, and I was like, hey, that's the guy that hit me up. Yeah. Then we met at Tonic. Yeah. No? Yeah. <laughs> We met at Tonica for the Schleeberry show. Shout out. Hey, I don't care what he says. Shout out Schleeberry. Schlee's the, Schlee's the queen. Um, yeah, her uh, her EP's coming out this Friday. We're really excited about that. FemFest. Um, yeah, but then um, you and the, like, the rest of the Schlee team, you guys like to... Uh, you, you, you guys like to degrade each other a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the only way we get along. Um, we just uh, we don't like to let each other know that we're doing a good job. All right. We don't like to gas each other. No, def you definitely your, not. You put yourself in your place. Yeah. Yeah. We just hit each other with reality, kind of. Good. <laughs> it's so funny when I, I actually went to that show at the Tonic um, Tonic Cafe. That's what it's called. Um, yeah, I think so. Ta yeah, Tonic Tavern. Tonic Tavern, Tavern yeah. yeah. And that was it was um Alpine's birthday party and like she just kept chanting on the stage, 
fuck you alpine or something like that that's people think it's like something we do when we're out and stuff and it's like it's definitely not it's just us like it's so funny because just like like <laughs> like it's like they actually had that close relationship with people they were just like you know i'm gonna talk to you like that because i love you right that's how it is it's all out of love I, t I tell people all the time i'm like you know you can tell when I don't get along with you because then I right. won't tease you. <laughs> right. Ex like, it's all out of love. Dude, that's, it definitely is out of love. That is so key. Like, if I don't, if I, like, don't make fun of you, I don't fuck with you. Right. You know? that's, def like, that's like my rule of thumb yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. If I'm making yeah. fun of you, it's because I'm comfortable enough to do so. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, it's, it'd be boring as hell if you had a bunch of friends that don't know how to just, like, laugh joke around with each other you know yeah and that's like um that's what i do to people to see on a daily basis because like my job really is to kind of make people laugh in a yeah. sense especially if you're taking pictures of people people need to smile on pictures more right yeah <laughs> that's yeah. why that's why i have a hard time when like i'm shooting a video and they're like okay we need to be serious for that scene and i'm like okay like i just won't look at you i'll just hold my camera right here because I, <laughs> I always want to laugh you know what i'm yeah. saying like it's it's just a natural it's a natural thing there. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's... But it, it helps a lot with, like, kind of, like... Just reminding yourself to, like, take it seriously, but have it f have fun, too. You know, yeah, like, definitely. enjoy who you're around and just, like, don't... Don't take it so seriously to the point where, like, you're seeing people strictly for the, like functional positions that they have to right. you and what you're doing it's like humanize every yeah, interaction yeah, right yeah. yeah exactly just goes back to that so i respect that a lot that yeah. you know <laughs> y'all are on that same are, are have that mindset too so what we talk about in mr nice guy we talk about love and fear through the creative mind and specifically how those driving forces uh um you know cause you to uh you know, do what you do and to um, have that be your outlet for yourself. And um, I like talking to photographers because you guys are usually the ones behind the camera. You know, you're not, you don't have this thing in your face. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh man. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This lady actually told me, like, this lady, um, I actually went to this, um, this dance concert and they didn't want people taking pictures there because you said that when you take pictures, you snatch someone's soul. So just like, I just hope that's not going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right, yeah. So I feel like that being said, like, you know, for one, like photographers are often overlooked for just how much, they're, they're overlooked with like how much of what they contribute to an artist and what they mean for their creative communities. Because like, I remember when it was kind of like a, like, sort of just like a joke back in the day, like, you know, in high school when you'd be with your friends and you'd be like taking pictures that you post on Instagram and people would comment like just to be sort of cute and funny to be like, photo creds, me, like that kind of shit. Like back then it's like, okay, it's like, you, like I remember I would see that and I would think it's so annoying when people do that because like, it's like, who cares who took the photo? But, like, you guys do that for a living, you know? You guys right. do that, and you take it really fucking seriously. And it's like, now it kind of reframes that entire sort of perspective, like, okay, you really need to give fucking credits to whoever took this picture. I just feel like it's a, it's a really important thing to do solely for the reason is, 
Um, our work is a lot of word of mouth and how we work with them and, you know, our final product, that's what it is, you know, so like it, whether we edit it, whether we shoot raws, whether we shoot, you know, whatever it is, um, that's our final product and that's, that's, you know, it's almost like we're trying to sell that product and the more people that know that we did that specific thing, the better for us. So it's like, so like, I don't know if it's like you, you go out and maybe you just shoot for fun sometimes and you're like, hey man, here's some pictures. Um, can you just tag me in it? Cool. Yeah, because it's like, at the end of the day, it's just like, I may not charge you for the picture, but just like, this is a keepsake because what people don't know is that there's actually a demand on high resolution pictures. Um, there's this app that's a part of the Adobe uh, Creative Cloud program where you can pay monthly, not pay like $30 a month just for high res pictures of you know, textures, like whether it be a wooden texture or just a blank bottle without a tag or a label on there. Stuff like that is very like needed for people who are making graphics or doing some form of promotional work. Yeah. And as someone with a camera, you're actually creating that as sort of a stop and those pictures are tailored just for you. So this is giving people the opportunity to take a pen well take advantage of someone an artist who can actually create that aesthetic that fits, that's catered to that person. And that's the importance of photographers and videographers in a sense. Because everyone has a photo, everyone has a, um, has a camera phone, but like they're not up to par with people who invest in the equipment and the gear that stems around photography. Yeah. Sure, of course. So that being said, do you feel like your gear specifically like allows you to be a good photographer or do you feel like you can be a good photographer with something as simple as an iPhone? You can definitely be a good photographer with just an iPhone because solely for the fact is one of my a good buddy of mine, uh, Samer. Shout out Samer. Shout out Samer. <laughs> he was originally gonna be here, but um he's in Chicago right now. And he's always busy. He's he's, tra he's a traveling boy. Um but like obviously quality wise you can tell but if you put it side by side on a phone you know you, you have two phones and you put the same picture and he took one with his camera and one with his camera phone his creative mind like the like his artistic taste is what really tells you know the story in the picture um, I feel like some people's edits like go a long way um, like my edits are probably different than his edits. Mm -hmm. His edits are probably different than the next guy's edits. So it's like, that's the more artistic side. Like anyone can take a raw picture and have it be clean, you know. Um, every, every phone I think now has the, the blurry background. Oh, the bokeh. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and Instagram kind of ruined that when they kind of came out with one oh. a really long time ago and people overused it and it's like, I don't know. But yeah, so like. Um, I don't think it's solely about the um, the equipment because you know uh, a compliment I receive a lot is that they're like oh what do you use for your equipment and I just I tell them my equipment they're like oh like because like I, I have a Sony um, it's not a high-end Sony it's in the you know the the more beginner it's a a6300 so it's like it's not it's not a crazy 
nice camera. It's not yeah. expensive. It's it's a pretty well known camera. Um, it's just it's how you use it, how your how your creative eye is. I, that's what I believe. Um, because there's people that you know have really nice equipment and oh, yeah. they just don't know how to use oh, it. Yeah. Like you really got to learn. I I took priority and I I really tried to learn my uh, my equipment before anything because like. At first, when I first started, I was like, well, I need this camera because this guy uses this and it's really nice. And this, is, you know, and then you buy all the stuff and you got it in front of you and you're like, I don't know how to use it. Yeah. So I just feel like it, a lot of it comes from the creative side and, you know, if you know how to use your equipment in general. So that's that's what I think. Um, yeah. I For sure, um, with equipment, um Equipments, equipment does have its ups and downs. Like one is like you're gonna have to learn how to use every piece that comes with it. Like one thing for sure. Um, well, one thing I can say is that I have my own setup that's like catered to tethered to like what I use. So I have um, for the actually the first four years when I was taking pictures, I used a entry level Canon camera, and it was um, like crop sensor, meaning that you only get a cut percentage of what the picture actually is supposed to be and the like picture size the resolution was like almost up to par with like current cell phones right now so you weren't getting like the ultimate best quality but however with that camera I was a media credential for the 50th anniversary of Summerfest back in wow. 2017 and then I've like gone basically a very long way with just like using that one entry level camera. So um, just like to piggyback off that equipment, I didn't have like the million dollar, I mean the <laughs> multi-thousand dollar camera that yeah. the professionals were using who were you know, on stage, but just like I created my own opportunity with what I had. And you know, after the five year mark, I got bored with just like you know my equipment because I like I mean shooting the same th same way for five years so you know I, that's when I took the step of just upgrading my camera body but I kept everything else I kept the lenses I kept um, I kept my external flash that stuck on top of my camera and I just changed the body and that made my pictures seem wider like more dynamic and then it was able to it came with, like you know other hidden amenities like send pictures straight to my phone. That was something that wasn't really like, able to do before. It was just like... I just learned how to do that as well. So. Dude, it's so convenient, isn't it? Because yeah. I had the little like piece to hook into my phone, to hook into memory card. The SD to lightning uh, yeah. adapter? Yeah, so... I was doing that. I did not know you have been shooting for five years. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, actually, um, I'm 23, so I legit got into photography when I... Um, like my first year after I left college, um, uh, my brother actually gave me this camera as sort of like a high school graduation present. And I didn't take it seriously until I came back home. And I was more so like a landscape photographer. I didn't really take portraits seriously at yeah. all. So I just took pictures of buildings, landscapes, stuff. I was big into like the, the, the IG -er community. I think that's what they call it. It's like they, you go to meetups and take pictures of like landscape oh, right. and yeah, right. And I wasn't really geared towards you know people as being my subjects until I started getting booked for gigs and I noticed it's like oh this is actually a market in a sense and I can actually quit my day job if I keep this up so maybe I should just um, 
take a side on see how can I market to people about taking pictures of people. So I uh, watched a whole bunch of YouTube videos. I read a book. That's that's how I learned. YouTube yeah. University saved everything. That's how I learned how to tie my tie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still every time I uh, have to go somewhere and tie a tie, I'm like, all right, we'll just. I got this tutorial, right, right. tutorial how to tie this cool knot, blah yeah. blah blah. So. Windsor. Yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> that's honestly like goddamn Windsor. <laughs> that's how I learned everything I know. Um, people ask if I go YouTube. to school for it. I just learned in YouTube. I was really dedicated. Uh, actually, I um, I fell into doing this on accident. Um, shout out Schley. She uh, she's like. Um, she's like my little brother. I love her to death. Um, and she, we kind of like, she was doing the whole music thing. I was actually doing music way back when. Oh, really? Um, and she was like, hey, like, we should buy a camera and like shoot our own videos and stuff. And I was like, we don't know how to do that and blah, 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 blah. And, um, we just, we just did it and used, um, what's that program on all MacBook computers? Uh, iMovie. 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 Uh, <laughs> iMovie. Some of those cool effects, you know, the flashings and stuff. Um, got into that and then uh, I got into like wanting to do a clothing line, then doing like little videos for that and then I stopped doing it and then I got back into it. I'm like, you know what, I, I should take this seriously. Um, like I really like doing this and uh, I've been doing it for about I'd say almost two years now almost mm. two years so like seriously I've been on um, the first camera I used we had for like six years and mm. it probably sat for a long time Wow. we bought it together Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and we thought it, it was like a huge purchase for us and it was 500 bucks so. oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. and we bought it from a friend and we're like Dude, that's a lot of money. <laughs> like, that's a lot of money, but some really like, entry level like expense there. Yep, and that's where I was started to get kind of, you know, uh, equipment happy. Where I was like, oh, we really need this, like this two thousand dollar red camera. Oh hell! And I was like, yeah, we need this, but it's six thousand, ten thousand dollars. I'm like, we gotta get it, or so we can't make cool videos and. Um, we made it work and uh, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I bought this camera off my friend, uh, and my friend Jack, and he, I remember like, he, he actually sold it to me for pretty cheap. Like I think it goes for like 400, 450 bucks or something like that. But um, he sold it to me for 250, cause I'm a homie. Hey. And- um, Homie price. Yeah, but even after buying that, like I knew like I shouldn't have bought it. Cause like it was at the same, I bought it like the same time I like had to pay rent or something oh. like a couple months ago. And my mom flipped out and she was like, you shouldn't have bought that camera. Like, what do you think you're doing? Like your priorities are a whack. Hey listen, if you would have never bought that camera, we wouldn't have Mr. Nice Guy podcast. We would not have a Mr. Nice Guy podcast. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would still be struggling to borrow my friend's shit if it weren't for that. So it's it's a really big dedication to buy a camera and gear because you're like, this is like, this this is you. Yeah. You know, like that's your pride and joy. Because um, when I bought my camera, I think it was uh, like 
2,500, maybe. Oh, wow. yeah. And then I was like, I got my taxes, and I was like, I'm gonna get it. I'm, I'm gonna get it. I went to Best Buy, and I like really contemplated. I'm like, should I buy it? And my girlfriend's like, well, are we gonna sit here? Or are you gonna buy it? I was like, I was probably in Best Buy for like a good hour. I know what I wanted. I went in there knowing what I wanted, but I was in there. I was like, damn near pacing up and down the. Yeah, I was like, should I buy it? I don't know. That's a lot of money. I could do this with my money. You know, I could buy. 1500 McChickens, or I could buy <laughs> this camera. And that's and that's exactly what it was. But when I pulled the trigger, I was like, I was really happy I did. But my camera sat because I was comfortable with my Canon. So I shoot with Sony now. We have this argument all the time. You see, <laughs> you see here's the thing with this guy is more so a videographer. Yeah, like, I don't really dabble in videos like that. Like yeah. I do on rare occasions. But more so, I'm into still photography and graphic design. I just like I have a competitive spirit. Spirit, <laughs> fair. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there. So when I see people who just like talk up something like, "Oh man, Sony gave us PlayStation." I don't give a flying. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's completely for one. It's a totally different medium. Yes. Um. So actually, I want to point that out. So. So you say you don't focus too much on videography, you're more photography. This is a, I mean, this is a question for both of you. So where does the skill set slash, um, I guess, kind of um, just like what are some new things that like new challenges that arise when you're um, sort of um, when you are shifting from photography to videography? Patience. Definitely patience. A you lot, gotta have a, a lot, a lot, a lot of patience. You have to have a really, um, you have to have a really good attention span. Yeah, yeah. Because and you got to be able to sit and not get up and let your mind roam. Mm -hmm. That's what I've learned um, because I used to when I used to edit uh, a whole video. You know, it people only see a three minute, forty five second video, but that video alone takes 12 hours you yeah. know like yeah from color grading to picking which clip to going through the film through you know like picking the transitions picking the font you want for the beginning title like um when when you know you do i'm not i'm not saying one is easier than the other because i would definitely wouldn't say that um they both have their own challenges but um you know when you when you shoot pictures you shoot 1500 pictures and then you cut it down, and then you cut it down, and then you're like, all right, this is what I'm gonna give my customer. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, what edit do I want? Because I like this one, but I like this one, but I like this one. Yeah. Or you know, like, what do I do? Do I, do I make it black and white because they <laughs> like black and white? I don't want to make them all black. Like, it, it all comes with these challenges. But I'd say that the main difference is patience, because you're sitting for a long period of time on the same project. Mm -hmm. When photography, you're moving from project to project like pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, you know? right, sure. Yeah, and I can, um, basically when you think of the post-production stage and like the, um, the actual production stage as well, they're both same in a sense because there's setup, there's actual shooting, and then there's post-production where you take it to your software and then you make a finished product. So the timeline is the same, it's just like the gap is far different. I think it takes way less time for um, like a still photography, well for still photography on average. Like I've had a project where I've worked on for maybe two to three months. 
versus like most pages where it takes me maybe an hour and a half for a full set of maybe 30. And I'd be, what, like retouching blemishes and color grading. But it's like the actual production wise where you're setting up the scene, you're setting up lighting, you're putting up flashes and all that good stuff. It's basically the same in a sense and um, just more so what do you feel comfortable with doing. And me with videos, it's like, I never really enjoyed like the production part of it because it's too, it's too much of like pressing pause and play it for me. So just like, I didn't have the patience for it. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that too. Like, um, cause it's a lot of like sort of, it's a lot of revisitation, you know, and it's also yeah, a lot definitely. of, it's a lot of second guessing too. Like even editing the show on Adobe Premiere, like I, like it's, I mean, it's kind of why it's a good thing they taught you to like proofread your essays when you wrote them growing up because you have to like, you know, you have to go over things and you have to, your initial thought might be different than your thought down the line as, you know, your project unfolds. Like, yeah. So I think patience is a really key thing there. Like, and, and, uh, God, I, I hate like second guessing myself thinking like I could have done something and, differently. And when you finish, like to me, like you finish, you finish a project. It's three minutes while, while you watch it, you watch the whole thing, you send it off. They're like, like, oh, okay. Thanks, man. I'm like, just put like hella hours. In yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it, and it's, it, you know, that's what comes with like, I get a lot of joy out of you know, seeing the final product because I'll watch it, you know, in, in the program and then I'll export it and I'm like, okay, I'll let it sit for one night and I'll rewatch it. I'm like, should I change this clip? Should I change this clip? And, um, shooting in 4k really, uh, is, um, for the rendering process with my slow Mac. <laughs> yeah. It saves for like three hours, so I definitely need to up my uh, my um, equipment at home. Yeah. But yeah. So. dude, slow exporting is the bane of my existence. So then, because then I'm like, I have ten videos to do, <laughs> and I just finished this one, but now I got to export it and send it. I'm like, okay, so my computer can just sit for a little while, like. Like four hours. Yeah, I'll go. I'll here. go off and do something else, and I'll get sidetracked, and I'm I get sidetracked. Your mind gets in a completely different. Yeah, zone. and then you're like, ah, I don't really feel like editing right, right now. You just you'd be on your third Netflix episode, and then you just look at your computer <laughs> like, oh, oh, uh, fifty-five percent. Yeah, yeah. And you get to episode number five, and it's still right. fifty-six percent. All right, something's wrong. Right you fall asleep, and you're like, maybe I should edit because this is, I gotta get this done. And you're like, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, but like. I don't know. My uh, my process is that I, I have I have two little boys at home, so my uh, editing goes between when they go to bed about eight o'clock mm -hmm. to last night I was up till six in the morning. Oh my. my kids were waking up. I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for my uh, awesome girlfriend, she uh, takes care of them a lot. That's good. When uh, I'm working like that, so. Damn, I do remember. I was a little kid waking up at like six, six thirty in the morning. Like, couldn't even fathom waking. You have to be forced to fucking wake up that early, and it's brutal. Or 
damn near you're staying up that late. I mean, when you, get, when you wake up that early, like, you were at least fortunate to be able to watch cartoons for that first hour. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, it's like the calm before the storm kind of thing, you know? Yeah, like, now you wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, like, most of the time you, like, getting dressed to go to work, you gotta drive, you gotta ride, right. you gotta bus. Your eyes are still that. crusty and... Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so you said you did music or, like, before you, like, uh, decided to focus on this. Um, where did you start finding like yourself being more, I guess, successful in photography and videography than music? Um, I have a very creative side. Um, it all started when I draw a lot. Um, I've always wanted to be like an artist, but there's so many, you know, leaps and bounds that yep. come with just everyone can draw pretty good, you know, like, and, um, that's my main, I was, I was shoot away from paint, like, I didn't like paint, I like, and I've already, I've always had an artistic side, and I never know how to express it, mm -hmm. so, music, I just love music in general, uh, music is what drives me, um, but, I've always wanted to do something in the field as that, so, you know, I, I started off, I did music, and then I did a little bit of, you know, I try to run my own clothing brand because I'm like, oh, I'll draw everything that goes on the shirts or like the, the clothing. Mm -hmm. I did that and I couldn't keep up with it. And I was just like, I was like, ah, I don't, I don't really like doing this. Like, I don't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't find my happiness in it. And then, um, and then I was like, okay, well then maybe I'll do like, uh, like, um, like a blog. Cause then I'll still be in the music scene. I can cool create cool cover like stuff and like banners and stuff like that. And that didn't take off for me. And then I was mm -hmm. like, you know, like I said before, I accidentally fell upon we fell upon a camera. She's like, hey, can you just help me out doing this? I'm like, I guess so. Like I don't really want to. And I just honestly fell in love with it and like the process of it and like the cool things that like that come with it. Um, Cause again, now I get to be a part of the scene. Um, as well as, uh, you know, make myself useful. Yeah. And um, when I seen myself being, um, like, a little bit successful with it, I, I, I really grabbed it and I was like, this could be something, mm -hmm. you know? And then um, I, did, I started doing a lot of research. Uh, I was like, well, how do I do this? Well, how do I do this? And I was trying to reach out to people and I was like, well, how do, how do you do this? How do you do this? And you know, like, um, I, I get it now, like now that I'm shooting almost every other day yeah. where people would be like, I can't really get back to you. I'm like, hey, can we just meet up and like talk? And like, and I am not a person that learns like, hey, open this book and read. Like I, I can't. Can't do it. Either. I need to be shown physically. My mind, your your mind just wanders so much. If you have a creative spirit, your mind is constantly. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like all over the place. So I'm like, so I'm like, I, I, you know, if I want to do this, I gotta learn myself. And uh, I, I, there you go. I took it, I learned, and um, I know I keep mentioning her, unfortunately, but she is a big, dude. Shlee, okay, I can't shout out Shlee enough. Shlee, I know you're probably gonna see this. You're the fucking goat. Like, you're, you're, like shout out to Shlee. You're Shlee. a very awesome and nice person. Shlee is like one of my favorite creatives in the city. She, for many she honestly, well, not a lot of people know, but she's like 
literally my best friend. Uh, we we I've known Shalee for 12, 13 years. Yeah. You know, she watches my boys for me. That we're like we're family. Yeah. So, of course. Um, she really drove me to do it and stick with it. And she's like, you're you know you're good at this, and if you put in the work, I promise you'll get what you want. And you know, she she like took me under her wing for a long time and um, I felt like, you know, I was like, I gotta catch up. I gotta catch yeah. up. I gotta, I, you know, I gotta prove myself. I don't, I don't want to be known as, you know, Shalee's videographer. Yeah. I, I was like, I need to step out. I need to, you know, step you out, step out. Was visuals. Yes. <laughs> and that's where that was created. Yeah. So, um, I think so. Yeah. That, that was like, that was a, you know, a big stepping stone for me when I, when I said, you know, I'm gonna do Gonzalez visuals, and uh, I need to brand myself, and not, you know, I'm not just the guy that goes to Shelly shows yeah. and films them. So I think that, and Justin can relate to this because, like, Justin's also, we're both part of the High Five team here, and like, chosen family is so important. Yeah, like especially from a creative outlet, um, chosen family is everything with your success and where you choose to take it. Because if you're you know, if you're around people that generally believe in you, they want to they want to see you succeed yeah. and they want to you know they just want you a part of you know, what they're accomplishing, then you know, that speaks a lot. It means that someone really values you for who you are right. and what you're capable of. And right. it's like you don't want to be around people that are just that have you there just to have you, you know, just as another body on the team. It's yeah. like it's more or, or an asset, like you're just yeah. an asset. Yeah, like now. you're only secondary. Yeah. yeah, like it's gotta cut those squares off your sucker. And here at High That's Five, exactly. like and like, dude, we like it's it feels like a family most of the time. And, because, yeah, and like, that's how it, it that's how it should be because like you you know you find you find who you generally get along mm -hmm. with and like. I I get along with a lot of people. Like I'm so glad I I'm doing this because I get to meet a lot of people. You know, like I shoot videos. I met a lot of these guys here, mm -hmm. and because I shot one video here, like or two videos here, and like I met all these guys, and like I get along with all of them. They're all. It's crazy to see that like everyone's on the same page. Yeah. Everyone wants Milwaukee up. You know, like and like you said before, there are people that you know just want you for your art and. That are like, oh yeah, I'll be your friend, but only because you benefit. Right, but, only yeah. because you have something to gain from. Yes, that. and and you and you know, you know, once you once you like you're in the game play, like long enough, you're like, okay, you know, I know what's genuine, what's not, and it's just like it's it's life, you know, yeah, you know what's course. genuine, what's not. <clears throat> totally. um, and it's just a lot to be careful about. You see that in college when people are hitting you up be for parties because they know you have places to go. Yeah, but it's like. Are those really your real friends? And the same goes with like people that are like, if you have something to gain with them, people are. If you have something to gain that they have to gain from, they're gonna try to utilize that, yep. but not utilize you for your person persona. So here's a question I think is kind of interesting for both of you. Where do you like? What's the difference between? Because like I remember you said like just the joy. I mean, like, just the joy that you achieve from being done with the project and seeing how it turns out. Mm -hmm. How do you come, how do you handle, like, the conflict of being satisfied from it with yourself and being satisfied yourself versus your client being satisfied with it? Oh, I deal with that on a daily basis because, um, 
Like me, I do a, a lot of my work is more geared towards graphic design. So I'm literally manipulating the picture as if it was a painting. So it's like a blank canvas, and I supply the you know the high resolution photo among other pictures, and I have to kind of shape it into what the artist or what the person client is um, giving me to like what what direction they're giving me, so to speak. And I have my own creative like my own creative path that I would like to take. So if your um, reason, I mean, if, if like the product that I present to you isn't up to your satisfaction, that makes it extremely difficult for me to execute something else. Cause now it's like, I can't tap into your head. And in my perspective, I, I thought this was good. Yeah. So it just like, you know, for me, it'd be like, I ask like like if I'm content with it myself, I'll ask you know those around me like that's the perk about being a high five because I have you know a, a a place I mean a place full of creators who like who will tell me straight up like if this is whack or if this is trash or like if this is actually good and then it's just like you know if it's like absolutely trash and there was a green on it I probably won't send that to a client but the best way to conflict with that because like that kind of in a way that does break your spirit in a way because like you're gonna think like oh nobody really like likes my work so whenever I feel that conflict just like stare up in my mind I take a break from like commission work and I do a personal project right. so I always make sure like however I'm feeling that time or like whatever like I get some form of inspiration from whether it be like a, a cool TV show or you know just um, seeing some of the well, me getting some inspiration from a picture I've taken, I just manipulating like they're the only critic that I have for personal projects is myself, and that's the only critic that really matters. So, someone else may like that, and I can maybe gain a client out of that, and that wouldn't be the initial mission, it'll just be just because you know I need some form of self expression, and here it is. Um. For me, um, a lot of it is I try to, with all my clients, I try to sit down with them and talk them through the project. So my process is like, hey, send me the song you want to do a video to. I want to put a vision together on my side. You do your homework and you do it as well. Mm -hmm. And we'll meet up and we will go over my script and your script and we'll make one. So I do that, meet up with them you know, write up a treatment, and then we, um, I make sure to get, you know, I'm like, hey, is there anything specific you want? Make sure, like, to hit all these bullet points, like, I almost have a, you know, a mental bullet point kind of thing in my head where I make sure I get across for everybody. So they're, you know, they're satisfied. And a lot of it, too, I believe, is they reach out to me because they like what I do. And you know what I, you know my process and how I put it together. So like, off the jump, I feel like they like it already, but I want to make sure they they love it. Mm -hmm. um, excuse me. Um, but I go into every project, you know, saying, oh, I could just do this. Like follow this, 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 and this. They said they want all this. I'll hit every bullet point. But then I go above and beyond and be like. I'm going to do this because I think they'll like this too mm -hmm. um, and just exceed what I think is good. So like, all right, Justin Gordon, 
Gonzalez visuals over here. Um, man, okay. In the lovely half ass studio? Yes, man, I'm struggling to get both of you in the frame. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, as we close out, uh, Justin, what keeps you up at night? Uh, what keeps me up at night? Ooh, uh, the tree that knocks against my window. Yeah, man, that's a fucking <laughs> mood right there. But, uh, yeah. The fucking branch scraping up against your window. Yeah, but uh, on the series, though, like, usually it's just production that keeps you up at night because I'm a night owl. Yeah, sure. Valid. Uh, Roger, how about you? I'd have to say the same thing. Honestly, editing keeps me up at night. Um, I edit. That's that's my editing hour, man. That's uh, I don't sleep at night. I sleep during the day. So. Well, Justin, what puts you to sleep? Ooh, um, let's see. A good shower. Good and shower. Let's okay. see. Good shower, some witch hazel on my face, and some cocoa butter. <laughs> so, man, you have a, you have a very uh, pampered uh, night yeah. routine there. <laughs> and then Roger, what puts you to sleep? Um, lack of energy. Being old. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't really have anything that really like puts me to sleep. It's just... I mean, you can't keep going. I can't keep going. I War just milk and Bible study. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I just shut off. Yeah, that's what it is. On the show. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you guys for being on the show. Justin Gordon Photography, Gonzalez Visuals. Like and follow their pages. Hit them up if you want to. If you want to fucking take some dope pics, you know, maybe do some videos. Um, Definitely. Yeah, that'd be really awesome. Um, link. Yes, and also give your photographers credit. Give your photographer's credit. Like, the little at sign goes a very long way, and we'll respect you more. You know, we might yeah. look out for you in yeah. the future. Yeah, you'll appear, <laughs> you'll appear to be less of a scum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.